hopefully relatable. Hopefully not boring. You're, You're listening, listening to, to the Relatable Podcast. Podcast. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Relator Board in episode 5. Episode 5 guys, tuning in. Yeah. So in this right. episode, we'll be talking about social media, specifically its impact on society, its impact on people, and the popular apps of social media, such as like Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and just how it affects people in general. So yeah, let's let's get straight into it. Um, got some questions for you, Ira, straight off the bat. Um, when did you start using social media? When did I start using social media? Um, okay, well, I was um, I started I think when I was. This is okay. This sounds really scary. Everyone's probably gonna be shook, but um, I think I started when I was like eleven or twelve, and wow. that was. Yeah, but that wasn't like oh posting pictures and like making statuses or anything. That that started when it was like when I was fourteen. But um, I remember my first um actual social media account. It was called Bebo. I'm not sure if you've heard oh, of it. I, re- I Do you remember? remember? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was like my first ever social media account. But um, I kind of used that for like um, you know, the widgets that you had. You could like feed your little animals and like give people love hearts and stuff. I'm not very familiar with that, no. Maybe oh, I have to explain okay. it, yeah. Yeah, so basically, um, you go on another person's wall and there's, like, a comment section of, I vaguely remember this, and you can give people hearts. And it was just a thing, like, you just collect hearts from people who visit your page and who like you. I think I'm remembering it right. Um, oh. But, yeah, Bebo was my first account. I think, yeah, I was 11 or 12, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. crazy. What? What year were you in? In year 11 and 12? Just curious for the people listening at home. Um, Roughly? Was that like year 5 11 or, or 12. Yeah, I think that was, yeah, that was probably year 5 or 6, yeah. Yeah, and we have to remember like year 5 back in the day, social media wasn't even that big. So, no, like people was probably, yeah, it was probably bigger than Facebook. But I feel like nowadays in this generation, if, if you have it in year 5, it's probably normal. <laughs> yeah, it's totally normal. Yeah, I remember none of my friends around that time had anything like that nothing yeah no, that's so yeah. true now the mm. times have just changed it's crazy well yeah, exactly. what about what about now what's your favorite social media apps and why uh, my favorite social media apps actually i i just funnel between um what's it called instagram and facebook mostly like i'll i'll use snapchat here and there but it's not really like yeah but my favorite has to be oh that's tough because Instagram, you get to see a lot of pictures. Like, I get to browse a lot of memes. and But it's kind of the same as Facebook. Facebook is more just keeping in contact with each other, I guess. Just different ways to post. Um, no, it has to be Instagram, actually. Yeah, I actually like Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And do you know, like, they're owned by the same company, right? Did you know no, that? I did not you know that. You didn't know that? Oh, my gosh. I did yeah. not know that. Wow. Yeah, Facebook, what? Instagram, WhatsApp um oculus and a few other companies are all owned by facebook yeah really since when yeah. ages way back i think facebook bought, don't quote me on this for the people listening i think facebook <laughs> bought um instagram way back oh yeah. okay well i'm not surprised yeah yeah they're trying to monopolize everything but anyways we'll get to that huh so yeah. what is about there any oh wait no oh, you yeah. don't use social is there is there any um social media that you don't you dislike or any features that you dislike about social media or, like, what's the ones that you don't use? Um, what do you mean by features? 
like for example instagram has a story feature like but like another social media app you might dislike that feature you know oh right um the only feature that i don't like are the damn ads does that count as a feature oh that's true yeah yeah, yeah no marketing well, ads. yeah they're everywhere though right they're in every social yeah, media exactly yeah what well, don't you like about that it's just annoying i'm just trying to enjoy my damn time you know like just trying to mindlessly scroll and then i have to like um just see every ad every two seconds it's it's just not fun you know i just want to have a good time <laughs> <laughs> makes sense yeah. yeah yeah well do you think you're addicted to social media or do you think you have a healthy relationship with social media um yeah i definitely have a social um healthy relationship with social media um like there are times where I do use it more than I should, but at the same time, like I'm very aware of my usage. So when I notice that, I'll be like, yep, I'm going to have a little cleanse. I'm going to just step back from it a while because I notice when I do spend a lot of time on it, um, it gets a bit toxic for me. Like it really? gets to the point, yeah, it gets to the point where I kind of, um, like it depends on my mindset at the same time. So if I'm in a bad mindset, like in a bad sort of having a bad week, you know, not having the greatest time. And then I'm overusing social media. It gets to a point where I start, um, it, it's kind of like a spiral. Um, I start comparing myself to other people, um, just seeing how happy they are when I'm not. And um, yeah, so when it gets really, really bad, it's like, yep, yeah, no, I've got to snap out of it. I have to do like a little cleanse. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I yeah. feel like um, a lot of people feel that way. In my opinion, I feel like because back then, you know, we didn't have social medias or smartphones. If you want to see your friend, you would have to go to a friend's house. But nowadays, because we're so connected, it's like if you want to see a friend, you can FaceTime them. You can send them a text message. And it's almost like in a way that we're living in. There's a guy. I don't know if you know this guy. Like, There's a YouTuber called Shay Carl. He does the Shay Tards. He does like vlogs, but he always described it as like a glass ball. Like social media is like a glass ball. We, we can all see each other. Um, mm. we just, we're all becoming transparent and it's like worldwide it's it's global it's global and it never stops that's the big one you know like I think people are more stressed than ever because of this you know like you might have a work and you might have a whatsapp group in your work and then after hours when you're done you know it still beeps and stuff you know yeah exactly it, it all depends as well like who you have in that whatsapp group um, just if they respect the fact that you know work is done we're not going to message each other unless like it's very important you know yeah. yeah there's a lot of factors that change that yeah of course but i was also thinking not just work but like if you're a business person and you're running a business because most businesses are, are online now it's oh, it's literally 24 yeah, yeah. 7 you know or like if you do oh, a social true. media job yeah, yeah it's uh -huh. just all the time but i guess that's just the way it is now we all just want instant gratification and i feel like exactly. that's do you feel like that's a good thing, Ira? Instant gratification? Yeah. Um, not necessarily. I feel like you're going to burn out one day if it just... Um, it's just going to snowball and burn out for you. If you're, if you're just, like, used to getting that instant gratification, one day you don't get it and then you're all jittery. It's like, what's happening? Um, I know... I, yeah, that's actually... Yeah, that's one of the things that I noticed when... Um, um, what's it called? Yeah, I was on a roll one time on social media, like one of my profiles on one of my um, 
yeah platforms that I was using like I was on a roll for quite a while and then um I kind of stopped using it and all of a sudden I wouldn't be getting the likes the messages um all the responses and then it would feel like oh like it would feel weird you know what I, mean? I would feel kind of empty from that that's when I had a bad relationship with social media though but I I don't necessarily think it's a good thing I think you got people should be mindful people should read up on it and be healthy with their relationship with um social media if that makes sense yeah yeah for sure yeah, yeah. Just it's almost like, yeah yeah, that's interesting because it's almost like when you when you press the like, it's it's a fictitious thing, you know. You don't really it's like virtual, but it like releases dopamine chemicals, and then eventually, like you said, it plateaus and like you want more likes. So maybe at the start you're like one like, yeah, amazing, ten likes, amazing, and then once you get seven likes, it's like no, 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 you know, because I reached ten, I want a hundred, I want more and more, and I feel mm, like um, exactly, uh, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of people um feel like this, and I feel like a lot of celebrities as well um they probably fall victim to this the most. And it probably leads into a lot of insecurity and a lot of perhaps like mental issues, like mental health issues, like um, anxiety or like depression and stuff because you're comparing yourself with other people. Would you yes, agree on exactly. that? exactly. Yeah, exactly. Especially um, um, when you have all these like millions of people at the click of one button, they can post all these nasty comments like just like that and then I don't know I guess from a celebrity or anyone relatively famous on Instagram or Facebook or whatever um sometimes I guess they can't help but read it and then sort of get themselves in a rut yeah I've noticed um what's it called some celebrities on Instagram they um they kind of like do clapbacks on their what's stories that? like uh, they're kind of they they like they'll read the nasty and hateful comments and then they'll like post up a story addressing all those comments like oh, feeling wow. the need yeah you know like feeling the need to explain themselves to to people that they don't they'll never meet in their life you know like that that's the scary thing like I couldn't imagine being like any sort of influencer or um any sort of high profile person on any of those social media platforms because I feel like I couldn't be able to handle it and the fact that they do on a daily basis that's just amazing yeah yeah for sure yeah. for sure and something that i um heard of because on just on like youtube as i watch is like you can have 100 positive comments and then you have one nasty comment and it's just like your brain just focuses on a nasty comment because i mm. think it's just a just it's just like innate innate with, within us so yeah you gotta resist the temptation i guess and just only focus on the positive and if you really like what you're posting why even why why should you even care about the 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 negative comment easy said than done and another issue that raises is like because of social media we're all just like essentially behind a screen it's almost like anyone can just say anything like there's a lot of trolls there's a lot of haters and those people i don't know if they're insecure but like if they write a nasty comment would they do that in real life probably not you know so it raises a lot of questions about is this person even like real or like is he is he hating on me or is he hating on himself exactly yeah um that's the one thing like maybe if i were to become an influencer never guys i'm not aspiring to be that um nothing wrong <laughs> with influencers but that's not like one of my goals but if i was an influencer and even though like the prospect of that scares me 
what I would keep in mind is that anybody like spewing out hate at you it's literally just a projection of maybe like they're scared inside like they have some sort of like trouble they haven't fixed up in their minds or in their hearts in their family life it's it's usually well, I, what I believe usually it's just some form of projection from a place of hurt yeah. yeah so I feel yeah I guess yeah whatever way you want to think about it guys <laughs> yeah that's good deep. yeah that's true um what else do you think social media impacts like people in general so I've heard I heard a guy named Dan Blitzerin. I don't know if you know him. He's like a poker oh, player. Dan Blitzerin. Is he the one that takes uh, takes photos with all those girls? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's him. Oh, and that guy. Yeah. Yeah, well, he said in an interview with the London Royal or something, like he goes in deep about his life. Um, he said that social media, it's very superficial and it kills a lot of interpersonal skills. So, for example, I noticed that in today's society, there's like statistics saying in the future, in 2020 or something, 90% of all relationship is going to be through dating apps, which is technically social media. So in a way, you don't even have to talk to people. And one thing I also noticed is via Instagram stories, which is very popular, like I think one in three Australians use Instagram now, um, just seeing a snapshot of someone's life, it's like you already know them. So you don't even have to meet the person and you already know them, if that makes sense. Yeah, but like the scary thing about that is like like you said it's only a snapshot it's literally only a snapshot of people's lives people only put on instagram or facebook wherever what they want people to see like they're not going to post up um you know them chilling lazily on the couch being gross or just in their own sort of comfort they're they're only going to show you the really really good side and even then like sometimes they put photoshop over that so I feel like you have to be mindful of that as well. That's very like true. Sh- yeah. yeah, there should be more awareness of that. If that's going to be like a big thing in the future, that our, all of our, you know, connections, our relationships will be through, um, what's it called, uh, social media and all this technology, they have to be aware that, yeah, people only want to post up what they want to show you. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's very important, yeah. Yeah, the highlight reels and... It, instead of Photoshop, like the filter features, like the dog filter yeah. or like whatever. Yeah, it's, it's so <laughs> Me. <true>. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, because yeah, it's a funny story. I remember um, there was an influencer, a girl, and she would post up like vacation images and she had to do it because I think it was a brand deal. But like in reality, she, she wasn't she wasn't in the vacation. Like she was just making up the whole life. And and then like because of that thing where like you're kind of addicted to the dopamine, addicted to the positive validation like the the likes on the instagram and also the comments um she kind of drew her insane because it kind of it it it, she thought she was one thing but she's actually not in real life you know so yeah you gotta watch out yeah yeah because that's called congruency you gotta be very congruent to who you are in Mm. a way yeah um moving on with that is what do you what is your opinion on the future of social media so in particularly kids for example Oh, the future. That's that's crazy because everything's developing like quick fast yeah. right now. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, like I saw um, a couple of days ago these this what little little 10-year-old with an iPhone. I, I swear it was like an iPhone 7, the same yeah. one that I have at freaking 10 years old. Um, oh, I don't know. Oh, what I predict, there's definitely going to be some sort of like um, – 
some sort of elective in schools to teach you about um, social media and how to use it properly, or at least not even an elective, maybe um, just like a set, um, like syllabus at school, eventually, I feel, how to use it properly, because there's so many, um, yeah, like like we are all aware, we know by now that um, there's so many dangers to letting little kids use it, so I feel like if if the kids are able to be protected and they are aware on how to use it properly, I wouldn't be so worried. But for the future, there's probably going to be a lot of um, preventative um, technology to stop any sort of like, you know, those creepers out there from getting to them. Um, Oh, and the virtual reality, actually, sorry, I'm straying off path, but virtual reality is going to be like a, like a whole thing as well we're like we're seeing them at amusement city you know the game arcades oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah I so there, yeah. i went on a vr thing at like the arcade but i feel like it's going to be in homes like and that's going to replace the xbox like all that crazy stuff i don't know what about you yeah it well that that virtuality thing it, it already exists like uh, like probably not to the stage that we want it but like we you can buy it. You can buy an Xbox hologram or whatever. I don't think it's out yet, but you oh, can buy really? the Xbox you can hologram? buy the Oculus. Yeah, it's called Oculus. Like there's one brand yeah. called Oculus, which is owned by Facebook as well, ironically. Um mm-hmm. yeah, it's you can people can use it now. Um just an interesting story on that, because I remember I studied studied this in uni, is this virtual reality thing is it's not new. Like it's been around for a very long time. I, I don't know what year, but ages ago. It's just one of the main problems with virtual reality was that when you wear your glasses and you moved around because back then the computing power wasn't that good. It, it mm-hmm. almost lagged. And because it lagged, you kind of got motion sickness. So oh, that was okay, one of yeah. the main fails of it. But yeah, I think in the future, definitely it's going to it's gonna be integrated within us. I love what Elon Musk said. Um, it's something about cyborgs. Like, I don't know what that means, but, but in a way, we already are cyborgs. Like, I remember like the other day, just as I was going to come up with this idea of this podcast, like I was literally, literally driving and I was in the streets like a pretty popular city place. It's almost like a city. And like literally everyone I saw, every single one person was either holding a phone, looking at their phone, or like taking a phone call. Every single person. I'm never, not even just in their pocket. Like like it had them on their hand. Like they were holding it. That's how personal it is. And one thing Elon Musk said is like, you know, if it's that personal and it's that so much a part of you, why can't we put it in our brain? And that goes back to the virtual reality thing where you wouldn't even need the goggles or glasses. It would, it would be almost like a Black Mirror episode. Like, did you watch that era? Or guys that's listening? The the, <laughs> the latest season where they put that, like, like dot on their head and then they can see through their eyes. It's in a lot of Black Mirror episodes. But, like, that's what blows my mind, in a way. Yeah. I feel like Black Mirror is almost predicting what the it's going to be like. Yeah. But more yeah. of a dystopian than a, um Yeah. Utopia. Than a good yeah. future, yeah. That's true. <laughs> well, why don't we switch it up to like the good, the positives about social media? What What do you think? I think, okay, for the introverts, if y'all are out there listening, I feel like it's a great way for introverts to express themselves. To be honest, um, I find that a lot of, actually, I read in the book. You remember the book Quiet? Oh, by Susan Cain, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, when they're put in an environment where they can just be with themselves and like work on whatever they want to, they usually tend to work better, um, like 
over social media or websites on the computer like google docs whatever it is they excel more in that um i think that's a positive part for the introverts um like me i get to express well i was i'm planning to start expressing my art and what my passions are on instagram and it's just easy because i don't have to really talk with anyone i can just post and go sort of thing um what about you? What 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 do you think are the positives? We'll take turns. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, I think I think it's it's really it's there's a pro and con. I think it's a double edged sword. But one of the obvious one is that we're more connected than ever. And I don't know who said this, but like if you know one person and you add them on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever social media, you're like two persons away, two people away from knowing the president or something. You know, because mm. you know if one person on average knows. I don't know, 200 friends, and then they know 200 friends, and then they know 200 friends, it's like, you know a lot of people, so it's crazy, but at the same time, it's like, you don't really know them, you, you just, it's just in their, in your friends list, you can contact them, but you never even met them or anything, but you just, you just base them off what you see on their profile, yeah, I think that's a good, so networking, networking, that's the answer. Oh, okay, right, I was like, oh, so a pro is that you know the president, or? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 networking, networking. Yeah. networking, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, what else is a positive? I think, I mean, people like books, that's fine. But I think, um, when you are using, using it in a healthy way, it's a good kind of escape. It's just in your hand when you need it. Like when you need distraction, say you're going through something, maybe something awkward. I don't know. You just, for me, it works. Like when I'm, I'm not feeling, I'm feeling nervous. I like to just scroll for a bit, like get my, get my nerves down and then back at it again like just just as long as you do have a um like a healthy relationship with it also it's um yeah it's a great way to keep in touch with your friends see see how they're going obviously like I said they're only going to post what they want the world to see but you can always you know see what they're up to give them a message really quickly especially when you don't have the time to see them in real life but you want to make some sort of effort to stay connected, let them know you're thinking about them. You know, it's good for friendships that way. Um, yeah. As long as you are seeing, like, it's a little 50-50, as long as you are seeing them, like, in person from time to time and keeping that, like, real human, authentic connection. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah. That, that's a great, great points, great points, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one, one, of my, one of my favorite entrepreneurs, one of my favorite entrepreneurs is Gary Vee, and like, I like what he said, like, I used to hate social media. Like I used to be really, really paranoid about it. Like why are we all using it? Like they're just gonna, they're just controlling our information, all this stuff, which they probably are. But in the end, you can't stop it. Like you can't stop Facebook. And even if you could stop Facebook, I feel like Facebook's gonna happen either way. So like, even if Facebook wasn't existed, someone's gonna make something up called, I don't know, like era book or something, you know, like. It's, it's bound yeah. to happen. I feel like, yeah, like it's bound to happen. And so I kind of just accepted it. And in, in overall, it's, it's just good. Like we're living in a great time. I don't know about the future, but like, you know, technology is still new to us. Social media is still new to us. We're still, you know, analyzing the effects. But ultimately, it's crazy. Like we can just wake up one day and we can like talk to a celebrity via DMs or tweet them. Like it, it's a great opportunity. And sometimes it's better to look at the glass half full rather than half empty so i think overall it's it's great and i, I think it's going to advance humankind yeah yeah 
Definitely. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Amazing. So what about um, what about you, though? Um, I was going to ask you, like, what does your free time look like without social media? Because Derek here, my listeners, our listeners, Derek does not frequent social media as much as I do. Um, so, yeah, what's yeah, what does your free time look like? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, just to clarify, yeah. I do use social media, but probably not the popular social media. Like, I probably don't use Instagram that much. I, I definitely yep. don't use Facebook. I'd I never use Snapchat and <laughs> all the other popular ones I don't really use. I use YouTube, you know, that is a popular one. But that's some people might not think that's a social media, but that is social media. And I love watching YouTube. And apparently, like, statistics say, not to brag or anything, but all the social media platforms beside YouTube, they kind of, like, have a negative impact on you after you use it for quite a long time. But YouTube, mm. it has a positive impact. And maybe it's because it's videos and you're not comparing yourself with other people and you're, you're always learning something. So I really like the platform YouTube. I'm pretty much on it all the time, every single day. Like, I just like watching videos of just anything, like sometimes like motivational stuff, um, some audio books, um, some podcasts, um, just like what's trending, just like anything really. Like, I just love YouTube. I think I've grown up, grown up loving YouTube so much. Yeah. Do you ever, like, when you are using YouTube, do you ever, like, have those, like, weird times where you, <clears throat> like, go from, like, one... Because I like to watch Creepypasta on YouTube. Like, oh. I, li- I like to listen to the Creepypasta. And then I find myself at, like, the weird end of YouTube where it's, <laughs> like, those really weird videos. Do you yeah. find yourself doing that often or is yeah, that for sure. not a thing? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, not often, but I'm sure we've all done it. It's, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I guess it's just the way YouTube's designed. Like, they want you to stay on the video. Like, they don't want you to leave the site. I noticed, like, once the video ends, it automatically plays another video within five seconds. And, like, it's bound to happen. You know, maybe you're watching, like, uh, watching a fish video and then, you know, the fish somehow relates to a car and then you press the car video and the car somehow relates to, like, boxing. Then you watch a boxing video and the boxing somehow relates to, like, I don't know, like a like a like a dog in the backyard screaming or something like I don't know like yeah like for sure for sure like that's just an example I, I didn't yeah. really see that but there's a lot of weird stuff like and then they even have comments like some people just put in the comment like oh I'm on that weird side of YouTube again uh-huh yeah I've yeah. seen that so many times yeah yeah or, or what about um when YouTube recommends you like something really random you know like that happens as yeah well. I've been getting like I've been getting those a lot lately but at the set like They've been really good because sometimes they can be really off and I won't be interested. It will be like about some sort of like metal work, like whether designing something with like the buzzsaw or whatever. But then, um, yeah, lately it's been good, actually. Yeah. 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 What's I'm going to look at my YouTube recommendations right now, actually. Can yeah, you open to... yours? Tell, tell me yeah, yours. Yeah, sure. Sure. Let's both do it okay. right now. So right now, my recommended is a documentary about behind the mirror of high-end fashion and then wow. oh extreme cheapskates that's a good one <laughs> and then sky jackson yeah have you seen extreme cheese cheapskates ah uh, what is that it's basically it's like a tlc program in america where they document lives of people who do like crazy crazy things just to save like as much as they can there's oh, one okay. where she will um like a woman will go into the laundry, um, like the laundromat, and then grab like, like a sp- spare pairs of socks that people have left behind, and will use them for when her monthlies are on. Sorry if that's TMI, oh my guys that's and crazy. Derek, but yeah. So that's kind of like yeah. And then oh, do you watch Drew Gooden? 
uh who drew gordon he kind of just kind of critiques like things happening in the in like pop culture and everything okay like on youtube yeah yeah there's too many there's too many yeah Yeah. um i'll tell you what i have for some of them i have um Jaden animation that's like an animation channel because i guess i watch that Uh, i have joe rogan clips i have cinema sins that's a good channel um I also have some League of Legends videos because I was watching. See, see what I mean? It pops up when you watched it one time. It just pops up. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then like some motivational stuff, pretty much, because that's pretty much what yeah. I watch most of the time, and some tutorials mm-hmm. on like how to make videos and stuff. Yeah, and just yeah. while we're here at the recommendations, Derek, I want to recommend you, and also any of the listen listeners tuning in today. Um, there's a channel. Um, his name is Matt Diavella. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen him. Yeah, Have, yeah. He's, he's good. He's yeah. amazing. Yeah, his videos it's, are amazing. Explain it to the audience, Ira. So Matt Diavella basically produces um, videos to improve your quality quality of life. Um, he's a minimalist, and um, he'll do experimental things like one of his videos here. I tried intermittent fasting for thirty days, and he does not. Um, he does not sprinkle sugar what's a what's a sugar coat right he does not sugarcoat um anything he'll be very straight up and tell you how he felt about it but he um also tries to tell you like keep an open mind like give it a go if you want to just make your own choice about it um he'll teach you things for um rules for minimalism the key to happiness in a distracted world like his routines all these things it's amazing if you want some sort of inspiration or anything like that it just when i watch his videos i feel like i have my life together you know what i that's mean awesome. like that's that's the kind of mood i get <laughs> yeah he's very inspiring yeah. that guy how, how did you very find out about him just curious um so basically i did a cleanse on my youtube i um told youtube to stop recommending me all this mumbo jumbo and i basically wanted all motivational videos so i would have um sleep hypnosis that's what i usually put on during sleep so it like um funnels into your subconsciousness while you sleep over like two three hours um and then all these other motivational videos um uh sorry motivational channels i'll see if i can um uh tom bill you i don't know if i'm yeah impact theory yeah Yeah. and then there's one girl michelle b so she's her her videos are so aesthetic and then there's the improvement pill Oh yeah, 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 and then uh, team fearless, be inspired. What I've learned, so ba- yeah, that's how I found him. Just wanted to funnel out all like the useless channels, and yeah, yeah he was there. Yeah, yeah. How'd you I, find him? Oh, who? Which one? Mac, Matt D. Avella. Yeah, yeah. D. Avella. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think he just came up in either recommended or he was trending, and he made something like really interesting, like living off one t-shirt or something. I don't I don't remember but like and then I watched the video and like it was really it was very high quality and like you yeah, said he it, gives a lot of value and then from there I just subscribed and then his next video also matched that standard it wasn't just like mm-hmm. a one hit wonder type thing and exactly very consistent yeah and he's very smart because he also collaborates with like for example Gary Vee I'm pretty sure I had an episode with Gary Vee I'm like whoa what the heck I love mm, these I yeah. love Gary Vee and like this guy I was like oh that's that's interesting so I'm just like cool good on you yeah yeah just, um, just, on, just on that, real quick. Um, yeah. Kind of related. What you said, like you had a cleanse, and then 
you watch one motivational video in a way and then YouTube kind of recommends you all this motivational video. So in a way, social media, even just Facebook, like whatever you like, they they feed you what you want to see. So in a way, your perception is kind of limited to what they want you to see. So like if you like motivational stuff, they won't show you something unmotivated in a way. Like I guess what I'm trying to say is like, in social media, you don't really see the the full the full perspective. You only see what you want to see. They only they only show you what you want to see, and I think that's another negative of social media. So it's a negative and positive, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get what you're trying to say. Um, I think I had. Um, oh, okay. So the other question I have for you is: Why did you steer away from using like the popular social media? platforms so much yeah that's an awesome question um i don't know about you but when i was in year whatever like seven i think and i think the, we started using msn and then after that when facebook oh yeah came, msn <laughs> yeah, do you remember that yeah yeah that was, that was the good old days i guess but you know <laughs> when when you're in a school when one person does something and then people follow you have to follow in a way. So like, you know, especially when you're so young and impressionable. So then I joined Facebook and I think we were playing like Farmville. And I remember we played poker. Do you remember poker by any chance? Um, I remember Farmville, but not poker. Yeah. Yeah. Farmville was good, but poker, that's the one that we played a lot. And I remember getting like 1 million chips and then you get that status. That's how I got addicted to it. The games, not even the features. Um, but then after that, I stopped because I played a lot of League of Legends, which is like a video game. Um, and I stopped using social media because I didn't really use it in the first place. I just used it because everyone else used it. So I deleted it and I just, just to focus on League of Legends. And because I deleted it for like, like I think it was like two years, um, I, I had to re rejoin it um, when I started uni because uni, they kind of forced you to use Facebook in a way. Not forced you, but like everyone has Messenger and it's kind of like, if you don't have messenger they're like what the hell's wrong with you like i remember one yeah. time in a class um the, te- the the teacher i think he said it sarcastically like raise your hand if you don't have facebook and then you know i raised my hand i don't know why i did it and then like it was just weird like because i didn't have facebook so i felt pressured getting it so then i got it just to do the assignments and stuff and because i got it i was like i was so like anxious and like i had a panic attack panic attack every time i opened facebook because it was so overwhelming and you have to understand my perspective because most people, it's it's just habitual. Like, it's just a habit, you know? Like, you go on Facebook, whatever. You scroll, whatever. But for someone who hasn't used it for two years, and then you go back on it, it's almost information overload, you know? Because everyone kind of, they kind of um slowly ease their way in to learning Facebook. And I did that as well, but I stopped for two years. So after that, you know, the habit dies off. And then once you use it again, it's just like, whoa. And I felt like really, really like anxious, like super anxious. And I, I really disliked it. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is actually quite intense. Cause when when you said that last point about um just seeing all that information, like I do, I actually have forgotten how much information you have access to all at once on Facebook and Instagram, right? Like for me, it's just mindlessly scrolling. Yeah, but for someone who has not touched it in years, yeah, it would seem crazy, wouldn't it? Cause you yeah. have post after after post, all these things going on, videos, pictures. And it's just not like it wouldn't be normal for you, wouldn't? Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, very overwhelmed. Yeah. So, um, uh, no, I think that's all my que- that's all the questions that I had. 
Um, I can hear you talking. You, yeah, I was just like, no, I don't have any questions left. Yeah, because sorry, I've been on painkillers, so my mind's oh, just wow. been trying to reboot. Yeah, so guys, for any of you guys that don't know, which is probably all of you, um, I had my wisdom teeth out, and um, I've been on painkillers since I think Friday, Friday, and it's Wednesday now, so I've been a bit, a bit loopy, guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's just some FYI. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. And one one thing we have to state here is that we, you don't hate social media, but in the end, we're doing this podcast, and without social media, we wouldn't be even be able to do this podcast. Hilariously. Exactly. If like, we would like, if we really wanted to do this without social media, we have to resort to some sort of radio station. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> and the even thing. yeah, and even then, we wouldn't know how to um, boost our social media profiles or like the Spotify or any episodes we upload because without social media, who how are we going to network properly? You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, because I feel like social media also. I know we're wrapping up here, but like. One more point is like that I noticed when you brought that up is, you know, television is kind of dying because of social media, like YouTube, for example. Radio is kind of dying because of these pod podcast platforms and and um, Spotify and all that stuff. It's mostly to do with like ads, you know, like TV. Who has time to sit with ads? Just watch YouTube or something, or watch Netflix. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like the only time um, somebody listens to the radio is no offense if anyone listens to the radio, but this is just my perspective. I I listen to the radio I'd just let you guys know. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Um, anyways, I usually listen to the radio. <laughs> I notice I usually listen to the radio when um, say only when I'm in a car that doesn't have some form of like Bluetooth or aux cord. Like uh -huh. that is when I'm left to listen to the radio. Um. Other than that, yeah. But now all these cars are being yeah. But now all these cars are being um like built with all these programs, like all these techie stuff inside them. So I feel like, yeah. So why can I ask like, why you listen to the radio? Like not yeah. even hating. Yeah, I was I was gonna actually answer that question. You probably already know this because my phone um has, long story. My phone has a three point five millimeter head jack, and that's how I plug the aux cord into my car, and. It's a complex story, but essentially there's a straw stuck in there, so I couldn't use it. So then I couldn't listen to my phone while I'm driving. So I only listen to the radio while I'm driving, most likely, because I can't use my phone. But now I realize my car has Bluetooth, so I don't really listen to the radio that much. Um, See? The reason Freaking yeah. knew it. Yeah, like that, that's why. That's the only reason why. But like, <laughs> I, I like the songs on the radio. Like I like pop music. I just don't like how it cuts to advertisement. They especially target you. Like If I'm driving home from work or I'm driving to work, like they know that's like where the most people are listening. So they just put a lot of advertisement. And I know for a fact that like impacts you subconsciously or like, you know, they tell you the news that like seven people just died and, and like you're going to work. Like that just makes me like depressed and stuff. So yeah, that's exactly. why. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Well, well, I think we have come to the end of another successful podcast, episode yes, five. Yeah. Really yeah. happy with that. Yeah. yeah give should... us... <laughs> Yeah, I, was, I think we're going to say the same thing. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, you, no, you go first, you go first. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, like, yeah, Um, for the, the those who are listening, feel free to comment on what you think. Feel free to comment on what we might have missed out so we can answer it in the comment section or we can probably do a part two, perhaps. And, yeah, just let us know what you think. Yeah, any any um, constructive criticism, no hate, no trolling, just any constructive criticism you have for us or um, on 
how you'd like us maybe like try out a different sort of format or way we do it like we can we're down to give it a go we're still experimenting um only on our fifth episode so we're down for growth so so yeah if you got any suggestions just put it in the comments yeah Cool. Yeah. All right. So, Let's end it as that. All right. Thank you guys. Signing Thank out. You for Thanks, guys. Judy, bye.